0: Test, 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 test. Test test. Test test. This is my theme song. It's not very good and it's not very long. I be out here recording my mic check. Watch out while you're driving or you're gonna wreck. My own personal rule is always be looking forward because when you're always looking forward, you can't miss the car in front of you. When it stops and you're so scared, you're gonna piss. You just rear-ended someone. You just Rear-ended somebody's Camry. What the fuck were you doing? I bet you weren't always looking forward. That was made up, but that is um, a song that, about a rule that I made for myself while I drive, which is ABLF, or Always Be Looking Forward. I don't know if other people experience this phenomenon but when I'm driving I tend to be very easily distracted by things outside the window. I'm looking at doggies. I'm looking at cool houses. I'm looking at ugly houses. I'm looking at people walking down the street. I'm looking at business signs with clever names. Like I'm I'm scanning the horizon and that is not what you should do while you're driving. Uh, I think most people would agree that you should always be looking forward, except for when it's appropriate to look to the side because you're looking, you know, right and left or behind you because you're maneuvering in a different fashion, but you get the gist. When you're driving and you're going forward, you should almost always be looking forward. Welcome to this week's episode of Colleen Can. I am your host, Colleen, and I can tell you that this week I turned one year older. Ooh la la, so mature. She's a very mature woman. I am fully 29 years old. A lady never tells her age except for when it is below 35. 35. Also, age ain't nothing but a number. Pretty Ricky taught me that in third grade. And also, it's all relative. I think, I hope, I mean, I'm going to be older for most of my life. You know, we're really only, we're only young once. That's not, okay, for a second I was like, is that, could that also be a YOLO? But that's like yo-yo. You're only young once. Yo, yo. Yo, yo, baby. Yo, yo, baby. You're only young once. And as my dad brutally reminded me the other day at lunch, I'm not a kid anymore. He literally said that. He was like, you're not, well, you're not a kid anymore. And I was like, yeah. I fucking know, dude. Don't you think I know that I'm not a kid anymore? I paid a hospital bill for a surgery, sir. I have credit card debt. I have back problems. I know I'm not a kid anymore. When I was a kid, I could just do whatever the frick I wanted and not connect any of it to my own, you know happiness and behavior, you know, I was, I could just wild out. I could just, you know, smoke weed and drink and just like hang out with fucking theater kids and dick around. And it was all bliss. And then, you know, once cocaine entered the scenario, we've covered that territory. It all took a dark turn. Here we are now. Um, I had a great birthday, um, just, like, thank you to the world for um, making me feel great this year on my birthday. I've been super depressed, like, mad depressed um, all the days following. Like, the I took three days off of work, so I had the day before, the day of, and the day after my birthday off. And, oh, that, that alarm at 5 a.m. on the fourth day came in crashing, just so fucking rude, and damn if I really don't feel older, like, these, the last two mornings have been brutal, and yeah, I'm just not feeling it, I, I was feeling great, I was riding high on my birthday, metaphorically speaking, um, (laughs) I was riding high, Riding high, soaring through the sky, it's the time to be alive. Yeah, but it was great. I had a great time. No cares in the world. I think, I think maybe I should treat every day like it's my birthday. Because then maybe I would just, I would make the most of every day and I wouldn't feel like I needed to get hung up in the slower parts of the day. I feel like when there is a lull, I get in my head and then it's very easy for me to be depressed, as we've covered in episodes one through three of this podcast. Care to know more? Tune in there. Um, I might do like a highlight episode on um mental health, sort of just awareness and how to find providers in care because I feel like a lot of people I know struggle with that but anyway that's neither here nor there if you think that's a good idea um, let me know and I would love to put that together I didn't want I'm not an expert as I've stated many times um, so you know of course it would be like an a beginner's an idiot's guide to just like getting health care um, if you need mental health care it's very hard to do Um And if you've never done it, you have no vocabulary. It's very scary and overwhelming. Um, Even when you have tons of, you know, whatever, I've been seeing a therapist off and on and being medicated off and on for 10 years or whatever. And like, I still didn't even realize that I was just like mad depressed. Like, I knew something was wrong with me, but I kind of was going for other explanations. So... It's just been a a tough couple of days and I'm reminding myself, you know, to be in in the mind and heart space that I was on the days surrounding my birthday and on. But it's very disheartening to feel like you're getting older and you still have no idea what the fuck is going on. And the most frustrating thing about that is probably that all of the adults that I know maybe not all of them, but the majority. And I would say the, the elders in my life who I've known for some time or who I have the most respect for as people, um, they don't know what the fuck's going on. Like I asked, I had this teacher in college. Um, his name was, I will just call him Michael, um, he is the fucking best. I love this dude. He, like, protested Vietnam and, like, you know, he just is a really, really cool guy, great thinker, wonderful soul. And I always thought, like, this guy, you know, if if there is a genius out there, a brilliant mind, then a beautiful mind, then this, he's one of them, you know? And so I was like, hey, man, so what's the deal? And he was like, I have no fucking idea. Do you? And I was like, do you? And he was like, no, do you? And I was like, well, then what's the point, man? Like, you have no idea. No one has any ideas. And I think that maybe that's the point. I saw someone talking on, you know, fucking Instagram or whatever the other day. It was a guy and he was saying something about he was in therapy because he was super depressed because he was like you know I can't change the things that I believe about the world um you know as far as like life has no meaning life makes no sense everything happens for a reason or does it um you know, all of the religious or, you know, sort of counter-religious, like astrology and things like that, you know, are all some method of making sense of the madness. And this guy was saying, you know, like he can't change that he believes that. And his therapist said, you can change how you feel about what you believe. And I liked the sound of that. Because I think that I could do that. Um, Because you could believe that life has no meaning. And instead of like being tormented by that. You could just be like great. Cool. Then let's just fucking go man. Let's balls out. Let's like just tear it up and go to the club. So yeah. Originally I was super excited to do a birthday episode because I was feeling so yazzed about my birthday. And now I'm feeling the opposite. (laughs) I'm feeling very, um, like just depressed and just like, man, what am I doing with my life? But like I said, trying to just lean into the fact that I can change how I feel about that. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I'm never going to know. And that is fun. Because that means I can do anything that I put my mind to and work hard at. I had a professor in college who, like, was telling, asking us what we wanted to do or, like, what we wanted to be. And I said, I don't know. But I think whatever I want to do, I'll be able to achieve because I will put in the work to get there. And this dumb motherfucker literally laughed in my face and was like yeah no bitch no you won't and I was like get out of here first of all you're an old straight white man ew get out you don't get to tell me what I can and cannot do because you've literally had so much in the world handed to you on a fucking silver platter and you didn't have to work for it so bye second of all like as a teacher, like, as a professor, like, don't you think you should be encouraging kids to, like, do, yes, yes, you can, you can, but you have to work hard, yes, it will be challenging, but if you do commit yourself and work hard, you can do it, like, that's what that stupid fuck should have said, but instead, he was like, lol, I'm just gonna shit on you for no reason, Okay, so yeah, on that note, um, I was thinking what um, I could do for my birthday episode, especially now that I'm not really feeling, to be honest, like I really want to share a lot this week, but also I want to make this funny and good and just enjoyable for you. So here we are, and I'm also holding myself accountable. Thanks for showing up for me. I'm showing up for myself. Yes. Okay. So, like, I'll just, I'm going to talk about some things that I feel like I gleaned or I learned or experienced in my 29th year. The first thing that I feel like I learned a lot was that I need to do what is best for me and I have a responsibility to take care of myself as much as I want to care for, and, you know, get the validation and approval and love of other people. Um, and I think I've always struggled with being insecure, I guess you could probably say. Um, and I lean on, you know, kind of a friend and social situation. So I often find myself in very close um, female relationships where I feel like I'm sort of hiding behind the other person um, because they are, you know, so big and confident um, or I perceive them to be that way, I think is more accurate to say. I perceive them to be, you know, confident and fearless and fun and well-liked and so I kind of lay in this person's shadow and then ultimately the relationship kind of goes toxic partially because I'm not, I never gave myself a big enough voice in the relationship and then ultimately I end up feeling frustrated that I don't have a voice or I don't feel that I have one. And... Then, like, I end up feeling like shit, and it's not really the other person's fault. Um, you know, of course, other shit happens, and people are people we all make mistakes. And you know, I'm not saying like I'm the worst friend ever, but I'm certainly not saying I'm the best friend ever. And I've definitely been a shitwad to a lot of really good friends in the past, um, because like I was just fucked up in my own right. And that doesn't excuse it, but also like let's not be too hard on ourselves. Like, I don't know. Um, so I think that's something that I learned was that I needed to voice my feelings about things in general sooner. And I needed to show up for myself more because investing like too much of my identity in other people is weird, (laughs) for lack of a better word. It's weird and it's not fair um, to the people in the friendship, and it's not fair to myself. And that extends beyond just friendships, like in work relationships and things like that as well. I've learned that I need to say what I think, first of all, especially if, you know, I'm sort of the odd man out or the newer person, it's important to say things and just be fucking honest. And I think that honestly, I was just pushed to points in the year 29 that like, I just had to be brutally honest at times. And when I wasn't, I felt so like sick with myself. Um, yeah, I learned to just say enough is enough. You know, if I feel I'm being taken advantage of or even if I'm making myself feel like shit about something, like, at a certain point, I just have to be like, listen, this is fucked. Like, <laughs> this is just fucked. Like, some, some things just don't work out, and that's okay. And I've also learned that I usually know when something's not going to work out very early on. And instead of moving from a place of desperation... I should pause and know that sometimes something better is worth the wait. Um, in my time in L.A., I was so desperate because financially, I mean, it's just impossible. Like, unless unless you have a well-paying job, you know, and you're making, to start, I would say, like, 60000 is, like, a comfortable wage to live in Los Angeles, preferably like if you've got 90k, you're like living a very nice life. You know what I mean? Like you have a decent apartment, you've got a decent car, you, you know, go out socially, you go out to dinner, like you can afford to buy yourself clothes and travel here and there. Um, but you know, very rarely ever was I making that. More often than not, I was just scraping by and accruing credit card debt. And I was just so desperate, especially during the pandemic. It's like, you know, if you don't have a job for a week, you're fucked. Like, how are you gonna pay your rent? How are you gonna eat? How are you gonna pay your credit card bills? How are you gonna take your cat to the vet? You know, it's like ev- every single thing was so heavy and so stressful, and not every job I ever took, but almost every job that I ever took, I took out of desperation, because I just needed a job, and you do interview after interview after interview after application after email, you know, and you fucking go through five rounds of interviews to you know, be a personal assistant and end up at a celebrity's house. And then like, it's like, nope. Okay. Like what? You know, it's just, (laughs) it's so stressful. And it just really made me sacrifice so much of myself to just survive. And yeah, it was great times, great adventures. I miss my friends there dearly. And there are things about the city that I miss so much, but the psychological stress that I was putting myself through every day was just insane. And, you know, moving was a huge step for me, uh, in the year 29, 28. I mean, pardon me. I'm 29 now. I just can't stop talking about it. Um, but yeah, it was just so fucking hard, dude. And I feel like I bent myself over, you know, forwards and backwards. Um, You know, I would be anything that I had to be. I would do anything I had to do. I mean, obviously, like, I'm talking about, like, you know, assisting, (laughs) like, being an assistant. I'm not, I, I had, you know, it good of having it bad, you know what I mean? But, like, you know, just pretending to be someone you're not. And feeling so small and like just someone's pawn, um, you know, just like my my dreams and my being and my thoughts and self-worth are secondary to, you know, this thing that I am like committed to now. And, again, at a certain point, it just doesn't work anymore. And then I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. I gotta go. Um, and I think that's a good thing, you know, that I'm learning. I'm learning when I feel that voice sooner. And hopefully in the future, you know, I can handle those situations even better. Because we're just learning every day. Progress on perfection. Um... I learned that family is really important. My grandpa passed away due to complications of a snow blowing incident. Um, he fell last winter and then he passed away in, I believe it was June um, or early July, uh, shortly before his 80th birthday. And The, just, (sighs) um, I'm so sorry. I just miss him a lot. Um, and losing him made me realize how much that I had missed out on being so far away and especially being in the financial position that I was in where I couldn't afford to fly home every holiday I couldn't take off work I you know there were times where I was able to make it work more um but I definitely didn't prioritize seeing my grandpa um And I think the thing that I regret the most is that I didn't get to know him as an adult um, so he could get to know me as an adult. And all of those realizations just made me recognize on a deep level that I could never forgive myself if something happened to one of my parents or one of my sisters. And I had the feeling that I wasn't there. And I didn't get to know them and have a relationship with them. Um, Because that feeling is so sad. It's so sad. Um, so that was a big reason. You know, those were all big reasons why... I moved back to Ohio and also just big things and big feelings in the age of 28. Yeah, I miss my grandpa a lot. Um my grandma moved into a uh, you know, retirement community, community, community. A retirement community um and so they had to sell, you know, the house and the car and the infamous snowblower that I blame for my grandfather's death. Um, and I had just moved back here. I didn't have anything because I left almost all of my things to friends or just on the street to the good people of Hollywood in LA. And, um, I have his toast, you know, I have my grandparents' old toaster I have their old blender and honestly every I can't use I can't use the blender without crying um which feels so stupid and just silly but um when I use it I think of him and I want to think of him um, because I miss him So that's just a little light, <laughs> a little light uh reflection on that. Um, other things I learned in age twenty eight: don't pay down your credit cards and then immediately use them again, even if you have no choice because you live in LA and life is completely unfeasible for you to live there for whatever reasons, whatever is wrong with you. God damn it, Colleen. Um, Yeah, I'm so sorry. This episode really wasn't meant to be a downer, but I'm just feeling really, for lack of a better word, bad. I'm feeling very bad. I feel bad. Um, but I will feel better. I will feel better. Something that I always tell myself on days where I'm just not seeing the light and I'm not feeling the vibe. I might feel like shit today, but tomorrow I will feel better. And it's true like 99% of the time. It's usually true that you do feel better. And even if you don't, You just lie to yourself and you tell yourself when you wake up the next morning and you feel like shit that tomorrow you will feel better. It's a tough one, folks. I don't know about you, but I think a lot of people, I hear different things. Some people love their birthdays, some people are not such big fans, and it makes them depressed. I usually fall in the depressed sector this year was like the first year that I felt really good on my birthday for you know those couple of days that I had off work. So maybe this is just like the normal, this is the normal part because so I didn't really do the whole like oh, another year older. oh, what have I learned? I mean, I'm kind of doing it now, but other than that, I haven't really done too much just sitting and reflecting. And honestly, I think I'm avoiding it. I'm avoiding it because I don't want to. Um, somebody at work like asked me if I could rap. I think that's why I rapped at the beginning of this. Um, so I think I might end it with a rap too. Yo, what's up? My name's Colleen. Most people who know me don't think I'm mean. If they saw me in the streets, they'd say, I'm a queen because they see this booty and they know I ain't lean. Some people want to try getting in my shit, but I don't give a fuck because I don't fuck with it. If you think you're cool, maybe take a shit. Then you could tell if you're really hot shit. Okay, here we go. It's the motherfucking time. I'm gonna squeeze you and stick you like a lime. Touch me on my crown. Baby, I'm a clown. If you see me in the club, I'm about to bust it down because you know it's a tramp in the hoe. (laughs) Tramp in the hoe. Tramp in the hoe. Yeah, you know it's a tramp in the hoe. Tramp in the hoe. Tramp, tramp in the hoe. And the tramp goes whoa. Whoa, whoa. And the tramp goes whoa. Whoa, whoa, it's the tramp, you It's the tramp, you It's the tramp, 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 y'all. Yeah. Also, another thing that I've learned uh, in this time of my birth is that there are so many things in my life that I love to do and that I wanted to do and that I stopped doing because someone made fun of me for genuinely wanting to like take pictures and do photography. I loved taking pictures in photography. I took a picture of this bird on a wire. I thought it was very metaphorical. It's the open sky. I was like nine, okay? I was like, it's the open sky. It's this tiny bird and it's on this wire. That wire is, you know, fucking symbolic. I don't know. I was nine. I was like, this is cool. And my whole family was like, oh, you just took a picture of a bird on a wire. Just like, just this dumb bird for like no reason. Like, oh, stupid. Just like bird on wire. And, like, I joke about it now, but, like, that stopped me from ever taking a fucking picture again. So, like, I, maybe I should have had thicker skin. I don't know. But I wish I was still taking pictures because I think it's fucking cool. And I thought that I just sucked at it, so I literally never did it again. I guess I took pictures for a little while in college, too. So, who's to blame? Probably me. I don't know. But it's like the same thing, I don't know, like with um I always loved making up songs. And I don't know. I always felt like it was stupid. And now I'm like, I love making up songs and people love it when I make up songs. People love it when I make up songs. When they see me, I do it all night long. If I'm feeling sexy, then I wear a thong, but it ain't no at bitch. Don't get me wrong. I'm sexy, I'm clean, I shower before I come in the scene you catch me in the street and shout young lean and I be like, hey, cause that's just me. Young lean in the street. Young lean in the street, street, young lean on the scene. About to make it clean cause I'm young lean. Like, I don't know. That's fucking stupid. It makes no sense, but I had a good time. I don't know. So speak up, I don't know, moral of the story, speak up for yourself. You know, do no harm, but take no shit. Don't compromise yourself for other people. Don't compromise yourself for a fucking paycheck. Don't, like, let old men make you cry. Don't let People fucking emotionally manipulate you into doing shit. You're also allowed to tell the fucking truth and speak your mind. It's up to you to decide which you want to do when. But you're allowed to have boundaries. There's nothing wrong with that. You should have boundaries. And you should just try, try, it's not easy, but try to love yourself enough that you don't have to hide in other people fucking do what you love and who gives a shit if you're bad at it or if people think that you're dumb or your art is dumb or whatever just fucking do it man it's your life it's your life and no one gives a fuck and there's so many weird people out there in the world doing weird fucking shit so don't even sweat because it's all just a fucking joke anyway You heard? Okay. All right. That is all from me. Thank you for tuning in. It's been another episode. Again, a wild ride. I try to plan these and then just my feelings end up getting in the way every time. And then I end up in here, you know, just in a spiral of a mess. So thank you for tuning in. It means so much to me. I... You know, I don't know. I think the the rawness and the honesty is good, but sometimes the format could use some work. So I don't know. Maybe give me some suggestions, but know that I'm entitled to reject them because I have what boundaries, bitch. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. It means a lot to me. Um, if you feel comfortable or moved to do so, I would love it if you could share this with a few friends um, or on the interweb, um, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, if you could leave me a review, that would be fantastic, because right now, if I search my podcast, nothing comes up, because it's so unreviewed, let's say that, (laughs) and I would love for it to come up if someone searched for it, um, someday, so if you could leave a review, that would be amazing, um, but hey, if you don't, that's also fine. Um, I would rather you leave, a uh, no review than a mean one. <laughs> Thank you very much for tuning in. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't apologize for everything I say or have said, but I, uh, but I acknowledge that sometimes things come out wrong, and I hope that I don't, you know, ever offend anyone, but... I'm going to speak my truth. So sorry if you're somebody um, who I know and I've been in a situation with you that I end up talking or reflecting on. Um, Like I'm never going to like talk shit about anyone. Um, And honestly, like it's always about me. (laughs) At the end of the day, it's always about me. It's not about you. So, all right. Thank you for tuning in. Have a good one, you guys. See you next time. Bye-bye. This is my theme song It's not very good and it's not very long